Hello there, lovelies, and welcome to a special introductory episode zero of my new podcast project. I say mine, I mean it features me. It's actually Jenny's new podcast project, but there we are. (laughs) So uh, what you're about to hear is episode zero of the Never Seen podcast. Never Seen is a new podcast about the glaring gaps in your film education, those classic or immortal movies people are shocked you've never seen. And it all came about because I think Lee Grice, friend of the parlour, was getting very miffed with pretty much having to respond like react to every time me and Jenny were saying oh I've never seen that (laughs) in our whatsapp conversations so we decided to start you know seeing these things and talking to you about them um so this upcoming episode zero is going to sort of set the scene a bit for you and it will let you know which film will be part of episode one if you want to watch it before we do if you enjoy what you hear coming up, then um, you can follow the show at Podbean uh, at uh, www.neverseenpod.podbean.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at neverseen underscore pod or throw us an email to uh, neverseenpod at gmail.com if you've got any films you think we ought to be plonking our eyes on. But for now, without further ado, here's myself, friend of the show Jenny Newman and the delightful Lee Grice, having a waffle about things we've never seen. Enjoy! Just thought, if we're going to take a pause and then do an introduction, I thought, I'll probably all Yeah, you'd... <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to introduce it and then have to redub the title. <laughs> Hello, welcome to this podcast, What I Am On. <laughs> We've been plotting and planning. Welcome to Movie Twice. <laughs> I mean, that's probably a more accurate title. <laughs> let's be fair. All right. Let's okay, shall we, do you want to pause and then you can do it? Your... i do a pause and we'll give it, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Okay. Here we go then. everyone and welcome to episode zero of never seen a brand new podcast to myself as a one of the hosts not done this before uh and with my two brilliant friends uh, lee grice and stacy taylor say hi guys hello bonjour i'm not french i'm sorry <laughs> i got excited i'm all i'm ex- i'm excited and nervous um all at the same time so mm. this this is great that's introducing a podcast for you and why I did not want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've decided to put together this podcast called Never Seen, enter title of film here. Uh, for all of those movies that you have your friends say, how could you not have seen that? You know, the, the really big movies. And for us, uh, when we're chatting in our little chat group about films, Lee is often the one who will say this to us with absolute (laughs) aghast and disgust quite often at something Stace and I may not have seen, um, which we now have a a good hefty list of, actually, (laughs) as well, which is really great. Yeah, it has become a bit of a running gag, almost, that that we'll talk about something and I'll drop a reference (laughs) to something and, and then you'll just go, yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah. And I'm going, well, that's cut the balls off that bit of <laughs> witticism of mine then. That was just a pointless pop 
culture reference I just made that none of you understand. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, more often than we would like sometimes. Uh, yeah. So the the ignited the uh, thought process of we should make a podcast of this where we watch a movie that one of us, two of us, all of us haven't seen before, but it is sort of dubbed somewhere out there in the universe as how can you not have seen that film? And then we're going to come back here and we're going to talk all about it. Did we like it? Did we hate it? Did we really care that we hadn't seen it up until that point? And I, I feel that some might be that way. <laughs> <laughs> As we were collating this list and I was looking at the uh, BFI's top 100 films to have seen before you kick the bucket, mm. <laughs> um, I took a long look at that list and thought, no. To a, to a good hefty chunk of the ones that I haven't already seen. Because uh, here's the thing. I'm not very smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. No, that's selling myself short. I am quite smart. But also, I just don't really care about things that are, like, there's, there's, yeah, super there's, old there's, or super pretentious. There's a, yeah, there's a lot on, on the BFI list where nobody is going to go, I can't believe you've never seen... <laughs> Christian Krzyzlowski's whatever. Because you know, never seen it. If they say they have, they're lying. You know, I mean, I've, I've seen, I, mean, I don't want to get snobby about like foreign films and stuff, because I've seen a lot of foreign films. Yeah. And to be honest, I saw most of them when I was a teenager, when I was looking for boobs on like, like <laughs> TV, because you were pretty much guaranteed <laughs> to have boobs in foreign films. Yeah. So so you'd stay up until like three o'clock in the morning, watch some, watching some, you know, French film on Channel 4 or uh, BC2 uh, and accidentally got a decent film education out of it, to be honest. But, you know, but there's a lot of obscure stuff. And so the BFI list probably isn't the the best guide, no, I think. No, no yeah. and I, I think I went to other websites. I mean, crazy websites. Like even Mary Claire had a website of, the 50 films you have to see. And I thought that's awkward on some levels. Um, but I went through that to sort of see, okay, I'm pretty sure we haven't seen that. I'll put it in. I'll put now. We've definitely all seen that. So I won't put it well, in. Well, I think it's almost like, um, because for me, it's, I mean, it's the problem is like for the last few years, um, I've been deliberately trying to watch as many old films that, uh, that you know, or the obvious films that um, I haven't seen to fill out like, these gaps, and I and, and you've been doing the same as well. And we've watched quite a few together over, yeah, over lockdown, and a lot of rubbish as well. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a uh, 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 crappy eighties sex comedy season was pretty it's, legendary. It to was. Be honest. I mean, they, le- many of them were really awful, but. <laughs> really good way <laughs> yes you do we did just sit through going this wouldn't be made now there's yeah. no way this would get, get made now the, yeah. the cross-dressing jokes oh. the, just the continual it's like wow but uh, but anyway yeah so so it's, it's like the the list just gets smaller and smaller like i think okay let's let's let me ask you a question what do you, what do you think is is are your your big gaps in your film education like for me it's probably musicals oh yeah that's true of you because i'm not a big musicals person so most of my um 
my gaps are probably, you know, the Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers films and the Gene Kellys and stuff like that. Have you never seen Easter Parade? Uh, no, I've never seen Easter Parade. Oh, I'm going to have to make you watch Easter Parade. <laughs> well, that's what the podcast for. That's a future oh, episode. <laughs> because not only is that great, it is actually one of my favourite Judy Garland musicals. It's Judy and Judy and Fred, and some of the back history to it is great too. So we can discuss that too, guys. Not often, <laughs> but we can because some. Yeah, of and that'll be something you know that I've not seen because I, 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 my fear is. For this podcast, it's just going to be me just going about. I can't believe you've not seen this at all. <laughs> just, just yeah. you know, episode after episode after episode, and I'm just like the granddad going, "You kids, <laughs> I can't believe you've not seen the Great Escape. I can't believe you've not seen the Magnificent Seven. I can't believe you've not seen this, this, this." So just- it'll be nice to find some that I've not seen. Are you just reading out our list of stuff we've said? <laughs> <laughs> Shh, spoilers. I'm, I'm literally just looking across my like, DVD shelf and going, yeah, that's on the list. That one's on the list. That one's on the list. Yeah, war movies. They've not seen any of those. Westerns, they've not seen any of those. No, so, it's, interest, it's interesting to me that you mentioned being the granddad of the team because I would say that my granddad is probably largely one of the reasons that there are so many holes in yeah. my movie-watching uh, life because – I used to live in a house with several, too many people. <laughs> there was my nan, my granddad, my aunts, my uncle, my mum, my sister and me. And then at some point there was a couple of cousins when they got born. Um, but the TV watching rule was pretty much always you can only watch stuff that your granddad might like. And the stuff that my granddad might like usually would preferably have Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone in it. Like those were <laughs> those are the films my granddad likes. So if we wanted to do a round of like what's the best Arnie movie, mate, I've got you covered. But anything that's like even remotely sort of serious or important or sci-fi, he doesn't like sci-fi. It's too bamboozling. <laughs> I think I think the closest I got to fantasy was when we managed to sneak Labyrinth on whenever he nodded off in the you know the corner chair. At so. Yeah, yeah. Well, at Christmas, Christmas, right, Wizard of Oz was always on and Grandad would always go, this film's too fucking weird, this is, and then have a nap. So, um, yeah, I'd say it's sort of his fault. It was only when I met my hubby, uh, which was back in like 2005, that I was like, oh my God, films that aren't either Disney movies or action movies exist. This is baffling to me. Um, and I remember he took me to see Zatoichi at a cinema and I was like, blah. <laughs> so um yeah like that's that's sort of the main reason and that the holes in my the gaps in my cinema knowledge are fucking huge there's uh i mean i've caught up quite a lot on horror films because me and rich are quite into those anyway mm. but i would say like rom-coms sci-fis fantasies westerns war movies uh Sexy, sexy thrillers. Do you know, once I, I told somebody I'd never seen Secretary and they almost genuinely fell out of their chair. Uh, they're like, it's one of the most sexy movies I've ever seen in my life that's not a porno. And I was like, okay, chill out, Biff. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a, a tiny widow film baby who doesn't know anything about anything and is quite looking forward to seeing some films that hopefully aren't shit. <laughs> well, it's similar really i mean consider you know as you guys know i just 
I did my master's in film studies and you think, oh, you'll know loads, Jen. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know We've a good slasher out. movies covered at least. I've got I've got. Yeah. Who knew that my uh, master's is going to turn into I'm just going to write about slashers all the time <laughs> because I actually didn't. <laughs> but I'm a, I think I'm actually quite similar to Stace. Like I've watched a lot of things. And I have a lot of coverage in Golden Age Hollywood because I fell in love with it. And I think that was due to like my mum and dad, my nan, especially because my nanny used to record all the old movies on telly and she used to index them in a little book. So when I'd come down on the weekend, we'd either watch something together or she'd let me borrow them as long as I took them back. Um, but I think I've got I've got holes in like classic westerns, definitely in war films, although Lee has introduced me to a couple. Yeah. Um, sort of 70s area of movies and 60s, I'm not too great on, especially like cop movies, crime, thrillers, and all around there. So I've, I've definitely got some I what others might call gaping holes. I call them choices. But... <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah that's I mean I I think I only just watched Bullet over the did I watch it I think I watched Bullet just before lockdown because mm. I got told it was great brilliant car chase and I watched and I thought is it though it yeah it's one of those it's good for the time but it's not what you think it is like people just do go on about the car chase all the time and it's an impressive car chase yeah yeah but the rest of the film was really quite slow and talky and it was, was a yeah you know, it, it's not a big action thing yeah whereas if all you know about it is the car chase then you just think that it's a big um, balls out car chase movie yeah um, and it's not it's a it's a it's your standard 70s adult kind of detective cop yeah. film and that's kind of where some of my whole, even in sci-fi, and you know, I love sci-fi and fantasy, but there are some holes in sci-fi. I mean, I've never seen Space Odyssey. Odyssey? Odyssey. 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 Wow. Neither have I. I fell asleep. What the, what the hell? <laughs> it was a very hot day during a heat wave, and I was at the Electric Cinema, which is the oldest cinema in the UK, and it doesn't have... And I just was, I was really cosy, <laughs> cosy and I mean, warm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can get, I get it, really. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, I, I saw 2001, and we'll probably should save this for the actual. We should. Yeah, when we inevitably when we watch it. This, because it, it's, it is, it is definitely going to be on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it, again, I saw it when I was a kid on the back of Star Wars, thinking, you know, just being a complete Star Wars kid. And then, you know, when you're buying all like the, the Star Wars books and magazines and, and the comics and stuff, you inevitably get all these, all the other sci-fi films that were around at the time. And, you know, so there's like Planet of the Apes, which I'd seen and seen. I enjoyed that. And then they, then the two, the two of the big ones at the time were Close Encounters and 2001, which was like a bit older. But those were the two big films that kept getting mentioned. Yeah. And both of those I watched within, I think they were on telly or something. And I, I watched within a few months of each other and, and was utterly bored by both. But of course, because I was like nine or something like that. And Close Encounters is real, like adult. Yeah. 
Maybe, you know, it's... Well, uh, yeah, if you're a nine-year-old kid who's expecting laser battles not and, and shit like that, then then Close Encounters is the dullest thing in the world yeah. because it's it's completely... There's no aliens in it until the last three minutes of the film. Yeah. So, um, but obviously, I, and, and, you know, and I, saw, I remember... Actually, it would have been... I must have been older because it was on Channel 4 uh, when I first watched this and one. Um, so it would have been 13, something like that. Yeah. And I, I remember, again, I should save this, but I remember going <laughs> a certain point, tuning in and going, what's with all the monkeys? <laughs> and then and then the, the space bit starts. And you go, OK, I'm following this now. And then and then it goes off at the end. And, and I just remember just coming away from that film, just going, what the hell was that all about? It's like I didn't understand the beginning. I didn't understand the end. The middle seemed OK. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I find it because when we get to it and when we watch it, because I think we will, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting because it's Kubrick and yeah. I don't like Kubrick shining. It took me a long time. <sighs> yeah, I don't. <sighs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, it's like, oh, it's one of my favourite movies. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, wow. I'm trying to think if I saw the film before I read the book. Um, and I can't remember, but I remember, I, I think I read the book first. Yeah. Um, and I think if you've read the book, then the then the film is just um, kind of empty. It's definitely it's, it's really, really pretty. Yeah. But it's, it's really empty. It's a glorious watch, you know, yeah. visually and, 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 and score and sound. Mm. But it's definitely Kubrick's uh, Shining and not King's. Yeah. And yeah. I watched the miniseries before I saw the film. I think that's much, much better. Mm. Um, but um, it's going to be interesting to watch um, 2001 because I want to see if it's more to do with Kubrick than the uh, the text of the film. Mm. If that's what it is, and it just turns well, out. Well, the interesting thing about 2001 again, and then I'll I'll get off this <laughs> is because <laughs> because I I always thought it was it was an um, Arthur C. Clarke book. That was adapted to film, but it wasn't. It was a, it was the book and the film were developed at the same time. So the novel is the screenplay that okay. R.C. Clarke wrote, and then he adapted his own screenplay into the novel as he was making as, as they were making the film. So um, although you know it's a bit more complicated because the, the the film was taken from a couple of short stories that R.C. Clarke did and expanded and yada yada yada. But it's so it's it's a it's it's much more kind of involved, and I think with two thousand and one, unlike although King's like a horror writer, I don't think I don't think of him as a horror writer so much as a people writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kubrick isn't really a people storyteller; he's not interested in um, in people so much. Yeah. Um, w- with with uh, R. C. Clarke. He's an ideas science fiction writer. Mm. Um, so he's quite a cold writer. You don't really read his books for the characters and, and that kind of thing, which translates much close, more closely to, to Kubrick's um, style, which is quite, quite antiseptic and, and distant. You know, it's, it's quite analytical and, and separated. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's all. This is the kind of stuff. This is what you, this you is, listeners out there can expect. What you're going to get, guys. This is the sort of stuff <laughs> we're going to be chatting, debating, not always agreeing, which yeah. I'm 
love because that's how it should be described. oh there's gonna be i anticipate a lot of arguments yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's okay just, just going off our typical conversations yeah where we really love each other though so it's okay <laughs> oh i'm already plotting lee's murder based on whether or not he likes the 90s turtles movie oh I can't um, so yeah. you know keep an ear out for that folks um, I have this point that I should say um, that uh, you should possibly expect some swearing. Oh, lots of swearing. Yeah. Adult themes, uh, you know, spoilers as well for the movies that we discuss. All of the, the episodes will be titled after the movies so that you'll have some inclination of whether or not you want to listen based on whether or not you want it spoiled. Yeah. Um, so just, yeah, and, and also tangents. That's okay. going to happen. I'm sorry. We yeah. But we're not. Yeah, we we can't help it because we're uh, we're two good friends and we waffle too much. <laughs> we do, we do. I mean, what what I'm considering, and this will either happen that depends how um, on the ball we are, I think, and how much like it away. But mm-hmm. um, it, if in some way you want to watch along or or watch before we chat, then we'll put out and say what what our next film is going to be, what our next never seen is going to be. Um, so that you can either watch it if you haven't seen it yourselves, and if not, why not? Because <laughs> that's what everyone will be asking us. Um, but if you already have seen it, then you can either say, we're wrong, we're right, I agree, you're an idiot, fucking shut up, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I expect I'll be saying a lot of that, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, particularly I, when I, we go on to like, war films and stuff. When we I'm get... already wondering how long we will stay friends once this <laughs> podcast really kicks off. Um... Yeah, it could be the shortest Ugh. podcast ever, like three episodes, and then just, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Yeah. I was uh... just trying to think of myself, thinking of Stephen King. Are there any Stephen King films that we haven't seen? I know I haven't seen Cujo. I don't know if that's a good or bad. Cujo. Well, yeah, it's it's decent. I mean, the thing with Stephen King is... Um, Traditionally, he makes he well not he doesn't make them, but they make very poor films out of his books. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, when he was big in the eighties, and like every other movie out of Hollywood seemed to be a Stephen King adaptation, um, they were just churning the fuckers out. And uh, they, the, the the thing with King is, like I said before, he's a big. The biggest thing about his, he's not a big plotter. He, you know, you don't go to his book for plots. But he's really shit out of characters. He will make you love characters within about two paragraphs or hate them. I hate and it. then you'll you'll just be sucked into their lives. Any I hate clowns because yeah. they're wise. <laughs> and then, don't say that, because the clown community hate it. The clown community seem to think that before it Everybody was really cool with clowns. No, it wasn't really. <laughs> no, clowns clowns have always been terrifying, yeah. Absolutely yeah. terrifying. Especially when you see these like photographs of ones from like the fucking like twenties and thirties or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Nightmares. Oh, it's actual <laughs> nightmares. Hey, I've not seen Carrie. Is that bad? Should I Yeah, that's that's, that's quite a bad one. That that's gonna need to be oh. on the list. Okay, we have yeah, Carrie has gotta be up there. Um, oh the, the, goodness. The best, the best, uh, yeah, because what they do is they tend to keep the horror stuff and then bin all the characterization. True. So you you tend to get very shallow, you know, gory films. So mm-hmm. his best films tend to be the ones 
that he's not he's non-horror stories that got to it so Shawshank Redemption Stand By Me Misery I've not seen that have you not? You not see Stand By Me? No. Oh, what the fucking hell? <laughs> because holy shit! See, this is what happens. This is why we're doing this. Yeah, I feel like um, as as much as I would love to continue talking to you both for absolute ever, we are going to get lost in a pile of I can't believe you haven't fucking I seen think, this. Yeah. <laughs> I think on that bombshell, it might be. <laughs> might be worth saying hey, to wrap it up we're going to wrap this up now but this is what you can expect and i hope you will join us in this dramatic <laughs> journey of what the and put in your own comment there uh, <laughs> when it comes to comes to this podcast i can't wait to get started with two of my best mates um we're all film nerds we're just nerds and we can't wait to to do this and talk and debate and argue and shout and scream and laugh i think there's going to be so much laughter yeah. i hope so because otherwise there's going to be a lot of falling out um, <laughs> do we want to tell everybody what our first movie is going to be so that they can have a watch of it if they fancy i think yeah, go on yeah go for it excellent well the first episode of never seen will be uh rear window which i have never seen yeah. and i believe Jenny has never seen it. I've never seen it either. No. Okay, well, this is good because this is one of my all-time faves. This is like one of my top ten. Oh, this is the one where we fall out instantly, then is So it? yeah, this is this is where it becomes <laughs> a one episode podcast. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Hitchcock. We're going for it. Can't yeah. wait. And we'll have that out soon. Along with this episode zero. <laughs> Can't wait. All right, guys. Well, until next time. This is us. Um, do we want to give out where people can find us now? Or- yeah, sure. So um, I would say follow at Stacey's Parlour on Twitter. Um, those of you who don't know me from the very widely listened to, absolutely huge audience, Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour podcast, uh, I will be posting updates over there. And then as soon as we've got our new feed and our new Twitter, I'll be uh, plugging all of that there so that you can follow us. That's at Stacey's Parlour. And I'm on Twitter at lovelylee underscore G. Um, Expect swearing on there and a lot of comics waffle (laughs) and a lot of cursing the current British government at the moment that seems to be (laughs) my my big theme but you know it's all it's all fun and laughs (laughs) excellent and you can find me on twitter at angelj5 there'll be similar things to what Lee puts out a little less comics these days for me but there'll be more Dungeons and Dragons and other nerdy things general brain dumps and stupid thoughts and tangents so if you can tolerate that, that's where you can find me. Until, like Stace says, until we get our our show Twitter feed up and running. So all good things to look forward to, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun, I think. Excellent. Right, well, let's all cheerio say bye-bye from you and me and him and her and whatnot. Bye. Toodaloo. Later. Oh, I'm waving. I'm waving. This is stupid. <laughs> We're not even on video. We're not on video, and I was saluting, so I don't even know what's going on like the- I, I was picking the skin off my lip which is much less glamorous so. yeah I, I we did need to know yeah. <laughs>